in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Blail Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. Phase four, more like phase four. Am I right? Nice. No. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD podcast with Dan and Reg. And may the fourth be with us all. Or Revenge of the Fifth when this actually comes out. Is it Revenge of the Fifth or is it Revenge of the Sixth? Both of them, I, I, I hear very valid arguments for both. Uh, I thought it was the fifth, but... Well, because Revenge of the, the Fifth, sixth. you've got the Ith from Sith, but then Sixth, you've also got the Si and the Th. It's just an X in the middle, so it's difficult. I don't I don't know which one to go with. But I feel like this, then the Fifth needs something, and I, I don't know. I got nothing other than that. So, yeah, Revenge of the Fifth today, if you're listening to this on release day. But um, it's it's International Star Wars Day. It is indeed. Mm. And have you watched anything exciting Star Wars-wise? Uh, I have not, but only because um, I only realised about 10, 15 minutes before we started podding and we're on a schedule. You know, um, the, there's a, a Simpsons Star Wars crossover short and on Disney+. And that is the Plus. only thing I have watched. <laughs> Yeah, I to be honest, I've got uh, no current interest in the Bad Batch, and that's not to take anything away from from that. I'm sure it's amazing, and I will eventually watch it, but I cannot watch that without watching everything that came before it first. So at some point, apparently you can. I no, I I'm sure I can. I just feel like I can't. I just don't want to. I want to go in order. I want to watch. Oh right, seven you know, seasons of yeah, the... exactly. And but you know what? Everyone I hear that's watched it says it gets amazing so we'll yeah, see i have heard that it's just this it's the animation style i really don't like it yeah it's just it just looks old and tacky and cheap like even so that's the problem with cgi like, it, like it, the, the bad batch it ages, still looks not good right and i think that's part of the the real i'm like yeah i can't can't get myself invested in it and like mm. i know it's supposed to be good i read the review about it before we start podding of the premiere yeah. it's like a, a feature length one of like 72 minutes all right okay um so it like reintroduces the the bad batch um yeah. and tells you like literally where they're up to and what's going down like before it which is why i was saying you you don't really need to if you didn't want to but obviously you're one of those which is understandable i think most people are going to be like i don't want to miss anything i want to watch it all and i think if the animation style was a lot better i probably would have been like yeah i'll i'll sit with this and get mm. through this because i know the story's supposed to get really good but yeah just i can't bring myself to do it but mm. the um the simpsons crossover literally goes on for about four minutes or something it's not yeah. long like, no, at it's, all. it's like the um the other well it's another maggie one this one isn't it, but it yeah it's set the, in the same the day daycare center <laughs> as well from the look of it um but obviously completely star warsified mm. uh, I was working away here at the uh, on my desk and Ash and Oliver put it on because she was like, do you want to watch Simpsons? And he was like, yeah. And she was like, which one do you want to watch? And he was like, oh, because I had a funny picture of Maggie on the front holding yeah. like the lightsaber dummy. Um, so he was like, ah, there, there. So, and there's no talking in them in, uh, in, in the shorts either, is there? No. No, so that's probably even better for for Oliver, for someone yeah. Oliver's age. He was, he's, 
the, the thing I love is he was he was proper buzzing off the likes like BB-8. He loves BB-8. Mm. So there's like a room where like there's about forty different BB-8s just all ragging around in it. Um, and Maggie, without giving anything away, puts like her head like her little um, bow for her hair um, on the BB-8 that does oh. something for her to begin with. So she knows like you know that's oh one. which one that's the one right. I guess. Um, <laughs> And he was just buzzing off it, and he was like looking around trying to find a little bow, and you could see his eyes like proper darting across the screen and stuff to be like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And he was like getting so excited when he seen it and stuff. But um, he loved it. And then when I was with him um, yesterday, we were looking through all the different Lego like shorts and whatnot because we've been watching like Lego City Adventures. Like okay. again, there's no talking in them; it's just all like full-on carnage of guys breaking out of prison and doing different heists and stuff and they only go on for like two three minutes at best and he absolutely loves them um but he's been watching on youtube kids the animations of all the lego marvel um characters mm, so yeah. you see like like the hulk like bruce banner turn into the hulk and do a special move and then you'll see pete parker and spider-man do a special move and stuff like that um and he's seen the lego marvel on um on sky and he was like oh so like, oh yeah, we'll stick that on if you want. And he was just going mental. Like now he knows what all like, but you've been to our house and I've been like, show him Iron Man. And he puts his hands out and stuff. Like he now knows all of them now and he's like obsessed. Um so that was that was really fun. Cause we've sort of started growing away now from like the the baby cartoons and okay, getting good. more into like the like we sat and watched spongebob for like a, a long time over the weekend yeah. i think i've watched about six and a half hours of spongebob squarepants over Fair the past weekend um, so you're onto ones that you can watch and actually enjoy now yeah and the thing was like he was laughing and he his thing with spongebob is he loves doing the right at the end of the intro and say spongebob squarepants spongebob squarepants spongebob squarepants and he goes doo, 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 on his nose <laughs> like Oliver just can't stop laughing and he just starts doing the little tune on his nose well, and, like, from that moment on but it's only started because Happy Meals the, the McDonald's Happy Meals are the Spongebob ones now okay um, so he was like what am I right this? that they don't use plastic anymore you don't get plastic toys anymore yeah so this is rubbish well so which is it's all well and good I get that you know brilliant let's use less plastic but what do you get now <laughs> So it started off like we thought it was just a, a special when right, it first right. first yeah. happened because you got the um, the Jurassic Park um, Camp Cretaceous. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the Happy Meal. And mm-hmm. what happened was you got these cardboard do-it-yourself dinosaurs. So you like a little model kit that you sit together, um, and it comes with a little scene as well. So like the first mm-hmm. one was a T-Rex we got, and it had the gates for Jurassic Park. Um, and you put it all together into something like 12 pieces. So you put the legs in, the body, the head, put stickers on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can set it on the cardboard scene um, of like the gates that open. Yeah. And you're like, it's fair dues. That, that's awesome. And like he loved it because it was obviously dinosaurs. So it was like, rah, like ragging it around. Um, and then it followed on. There was like 12 different dinosaurs. You could collect all different ranges. And like, this is okay. really, really good, actually. Like, I like the fact that. Because they would be quite hard, I suppose, to, well, quite expensive for them to make it in the plastic way. It makes sense for them to do it this way because it'd be cheaper and easier for them to produce it. Um, but then the next one came out and it was like top trumps. And we're like, where the hell are the, um, are the actual toys? I was like, this is weird. And then the new one now is um, SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, they did SpongeBob is well, just little 
little like SpongeBob characters that you fold up together, like origami type thing, and make so, them. But are these extra six. in the box, or are these the they pop out the box? So these these pop out the box. These have their own little. But that's um, they thing. used to have that as well. Like yeah. I'm a that I when I was younger. Happy Meal toys was my thing that I collected. Like at, at my dad's in the wardrobe, I've probably got about four, four to four to five hundred Happy Meal toys sat in this big couple of crates. We had absolutely every single one, did not miss a week. Um, and you used to get the cardboard boxes that were themed to the, the, you know, whatever the subject was. And there would be little cardboard cutouts and things you'd pop out, or there'd be puzzles or whatever. And you'd then get the plastic toy. Yeah, not anymore. Now you don't, I you don't even get a cardboard toy inside. It is just the box now. Oh, you get like a little cardboard. Well, I suppose the cardboard toy is is literally that. So you'll get like That's what I mean, the, it's the box so, is so cardboard. Get, you just pop it out the box, or is it a second? Yeah. So so you, well, you'll get the inside it. You'll get like the Krusty Krab, which you create mm. out of all the different things, and you've got little tabs so the doors open, and you'll see lots of people inside and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get like sheets of cardboard where you pop them out to create you know spongebob or whatever nice. um but yeah they're so flimsy because the paper they rip that easy yeah it's a, I, think, I so. mean especially it's, for a little kid it's you know get you'll get a couple of plays out of it or that then that's about it yeah but in any of the stuff that i would build out of the box back in the day that would be a single play and i and then it'd be bin or recycle or whatnot but the plastic toy great you know it's, it's just it's it's it sounds like a win-win like a great that's great for the environment plus mcdonald's are like brill we can charge exactly the same amount we used to and i'll stop spending all this money on making toys we can just print cardboard yeah honestly and this Genius. is even worse because the amount of paper they're getting through the trees and stuff it's like i don't know how that's better for the environment because <laughs> you can recycle that plastic plastic once it's plastic it's it's that's yeah. pretty much it so yes yeah. just... anyway how did we get onto this oh yeah you were talking about watching kids TV yes. and um, stuff because we so watched The Simpsons because it's Star Wars Day. Yeah, so we've been watching all The Simpsons um, mm-hmm. and like SpongeBob and stuff. Um, and you, you genuinely do forget like how adult and stuff like SpongeBob is. It's crazy, but it's really funny. Like, and I sat mm-hmm. there, I laughed at it. I think more than what he did. Um, but the, yeah, I didn't realize like how many different variations of Lego shorts there are, for, like Marvel yeah. and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, but he's, I think he's now sharing like interests in wanting to watch Marvel stuff, um, which is awesome. Mm. So at least I'm now like, oh, you want to watch this now? Oh, you want to watch this? And it's it's really fun. But again, the downside is he's like, we watched um, the trailer, you know, the teaser trailer for uh, Phase 4 um, mm-hmm. of the Marvel, of uh, the MCU. We yep. watched that. And when he seen the the whole big, huge battle with like Captain America coming in, it, he was like, ah. Oh. So then straight away came over to me and was like, push, push, push. <laughs> like giving Jeez. me digs and i'm like oh no like it's yeah. amazing you want to watch it but we'll we'll circle back to this in a, in a bit because yeah it feels like, like there's more to talk about with that oh yeah definitely yeah. um in terms of that but the one thing that he definitely can't watch which i have watched to keep it relevant um is i did watch the mortal combat film oh okay yeah interesting um as you may have seen so, my my impressions how, of yeah how did you watch that then so it was um is it it's available to like rent is it over here or is it not available over here officially yet um i i used a vpn okay 
So I I did it streaming that way. I definitely didn't use a dodgy website. I used a VPN. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, right. So yeah, it's not been released over here officially it's, in any way. No, it's on Monday. It comes right, on the 10th. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10th of May. And then on the 17th, when cinema's open, it'll probably be out then. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go to watch it, though. Well, I, I've never watched any of the other Mortal Kombat films, as you as you know, and I I sort of... I, I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in years, I think since, like, Mortal Kombat 2 on the Mega Drive, when I probably shouldn't have played it. Um, but... <laughs> I'm not that interested in the in the game, especially not enough to watch a film. To be honest, I've heard pretty decent things about it in comparison to a lot of video game movies. Um, my my issue with the film is it it's only there for the sequel to kick everything off. Mm. That, that's the main concern. The second thing about it is it's a when Netflix first started doing original films before they they got really good and put like massive budgets and stuff in it. Yeah. It feels like that because it's it's quite cheesy, the cheap out on stuff. It's like it, it it's all right. It is a all right film. Don't get me wrong, it's not the worst it's not like yeah. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like it's, I know quite a lot of people are saying I prefer Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but it's it's not that level of bad. No, it's, it sounds like it, 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 the fact that it was clearly setting up a, a franchise. Yeah, put, and that's, puts you that's, off, which I know things have done that before. You know, I understand you, that. You've got the, the so the whole thing with Mortal Kombat is every single Mortal Kombat is a tournament. And they they literally start off going like, OK, so these contestants, this is what's going down. There's going to be a tournament. Whoever wins this tournament, like if the Earth Realm win, then they won't get taken over by the the uh, Nether Realm or the mm-hmm. Outer Realm. Outer Realm, right? Um, so all's good. Okay. Um, but literally, this starts off with the the new character they've made up for this, which everyone slags off, and he's all right. He's he, you know he's there just for the sake of we need to push things forward. So like, oh, right. I didn't know they they made and what's the point with the dozens of characters they've got over the franchise? Like run to are we on Mortal Kombat twelve now? Yes. So well, in twelve 11, so in, in eleven games plus all the versions of those of each game and every, all the spin offs, um, they couldn't find a character to use, so they created a new one. Well the reason being for this one, so I know you, you you don't really know or follow the law of Mortal Kombat very well, but you do know the fact that Scorpion and Sub-Zero are arch rivals and, like, nemesis. Right, yeah. Basically, yeah. I so, mean, that's why they wear the same costume as each other, just in different colours. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's nothing so, to do with being cheaper to uh, motion capture the, uh, the same character and just colourise his outfit in the original. Well, I'm going to dig into a little bit of Mortal Kombat lore, uh, backstory for you and history okay. for you once Please. I finish this because there's been there was a in fact so there's a, a show on um, Gamer TV or whatever it's called that like Jinx TV mm. um, called Origins which is always really good to be fair um, it's one of the, the better shows that it's on telly um, and the, the pick a subject so this week's one was like Mortal Kombat ready for the film to come out and they just 
dig right into the the whole history of how it create like how it started off what did it you know why did it come to be and that sort of stuff and you don't like world warcraft or just like warcraft the actual start of it all and like rocket league how that took took off and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. yeah um so mortal kombat started off life as a blood sport the movie game so mm-hmm, the jean claude right. van damme um yeah. game um the two guys literally use the reason why it shows you all the well the original game is done with looks like real life actors um that have been cg'd into the game is because they were literally using stills and mini they suppose back in the day gifs um but done a lot nicer obviously yeah um with like a health bar at the top of it to show off to sega to be like look like this is what this is what we want to make this is what we're going to do um it's a jean-claude van damme game and we think this is going to be like the, the next big thing um and they had everything all planned out and prepared but it turns out that sega were also doing a game with jean-claude van damme um, nice. so jean-claude van damme had the, the choice of do i go with these two guys that have never made anything previously or do i go with sega and have a game made for me okay well i'm gonna go with sega obviously yeah so, why wouldn't you so they said no you can't do that but because they started making the game they were like well actually we could we could still do this so john claude van damme with sega did this whole deal with sega and then that deal fell through so you never got the john claude van damme game from sega which is originally why he was like i need to make game and that was time cop which was awful <laughs> um <laughs> But they went on and were like, right, okay, we're in the back of this dingy like, like dance studio and we, we're, we're making this game. So they got their mates to to literally come round and the only gear they could find at the time for the likes of Scorpion or Sub-Zero was those sort of costumes. Right, okay. So that's why they all look quite similar. And that's yeah. it, like, right? um, like Sonya, Sonya Blade. So Sonya Blade all dresses in green, like the military combat gear. The gear she wears in the original Mortal Kombat game Mortal Kombat 2, which is the yeah, one, sorry, um, is she was a dance instructor from that studio, and <laughs> that was her that was her get up to do the actual um, classes with and stuff. That's why she's dressed like that. Um, and it was showing you like so much of the the backstory. I'm like, that's that's actually really really impressive. Um, and it's just and that's why Johnny Cage is the failed Hollywood actor um, in the game because they're like we want to throw some jabs at. It's Jean Claude, so JC, Johnny okay. Cage, Jean Claude, uh, come through it all, um, and yeah, so that's why the, he became the sort of the piss take character, um, and his special move is the punch to the balls because that's how they felt when he um, when, when they let him down and went with Sega instead. Okay, and I'm like th- some of the stuff behind it is fucking brilliant, and it's so funny um, when they go through it. But going back to the film. <clears throat> scorpion and sub-zero the the film starts off amazing if you haven't watched the first seven minutes which is free if you go like on ign or anywhere and watch the first seven minutes of the okay. the film it's all on there legally to watch um watch that if you're not going to watch the rest of the film just watch that the first seven minutes it's fucking incredible so it's it's done where it's back in the olden days when um when they were both their actual normal people that they weren't sub-zero they weren't scorpion they were um they were just the, the two opposing ninja clans um which go for it and it shows you just scorpion's family like hanzo's family just like all working away 
when you see I can't remember it's like Bo Raiden or something like that um, the guy who is Sub-Zero um, you show him just coming in and taking out all the, the members of Scorpion's clan um, and Scorpion and fighting back but the, the choreography in the fight is just beautiful and it's it's done so so well that it literally sets it up to be like this film is going to be amazing if all the fights are going to be like this and it shows you how he first created his um little like whip thing okay. you know the get over here mm. and he bring it back over um it's like a garden implement and he just gets a rope and wraps it around that and he uses that to fend off guys and he just wraps it around his wrist and starts like launching it out at people and stuff um and it's done just to awesome and then obviously that's how that came to be in the game um so the film the scorpion um, and then obviously shit, shit goes down um, and then it just cuts to modern day and it turns out are we alright to do spoilers for this or since it's not out yet probably best off not um, I would avoid it I'd say yeah. Okay. well it turns out there's 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 reasonings for this new guy to be in the ga- in the film instead of having one of the existing cast Okay. so like he's obviously made four this film to be like oh look here's some ties to the actual universe and stuff um and this is really why we couldn't go with the guy but the um yeah it's just it it sets brings up everyone very quickly to be like oh look he's here oh look she's here oh look he's here and then doesn't really do much with them it's just be like right okay so now they're here ready for the the next film that's cool right okay um and the, the, the stupid thing is they all have their, their powers. They get their powers, uh, which is obviously seen in the game and stuff, um, mm-hmm. but they get it from their arcana, which is like a birthmark um, of a dr- like the Mortal Kombat symbol. Um, right. And the only way if you don't have one of those symbols is if you kill or defeat the opponent who has one, you then get an arcana from that. Instead, it like transfers over for some reason, which is nothing like the game. Okay. So I don't know why they've done that. Um, so yeah, here's one as you can see in the um, in the trailer is just like he he gets this like, bronze body skin, which makes him like you know uber hard, and these two massive tonfers uh, to fight with, which you know is pretty cool. Um, Kano, which I didn't realize at the time, is you know the uh, the the pharmacist in Superstore, uh, the one who's just very yeah. sexist. He's like, yeah, take all the drugs and do all that. He's Kano. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Interesting. And yeah, it, he, he plays him really, really well. The only downside is every other word out of his mouth is the F-bomb. Like, even when there's no reason for there to be, there'll just be silence and Kano will just go, fucking hell just to make sure there's a swear word in it within like a two minute time. <laughs> and like Gotta this, earn that R rating. Yeah, it's just like, this, I mean, there's enough fatalities and gruesome things in that film to make sure it warrants having that R rating. And like the fatalities are brilliant. They are like really, really, really well done. Right. Um, and the likes of Jax's, like how he gets his metal arms, so like it is all brutal. And it is all like the, the fights are really really good and really grim but the very short as though they're like we don't have enough budget to make this a huge affair so if we just do it very quick but very brutal that'd be awesome so like the fight scenes even between like the big guys like Sonya and Kano or you know like Scorpion versus Sub-Zero when that, that kicks off goes on for like 
two minutes, three minutes max. And I'm like, even the one, like the film from 1995 had like, you know, a good like 10 minute fucking fight scene with Johnny Cage and Scorpion and stuff. And I was like, that's, that's just a bit weird. I don't quite get it. And the, the first seven minutes going back to that, it looks beautiful, like the landscapes and the, the scenery and everything, because it's all obviously old fashioned Japan and stuff. And then when it cuts to the, the modern day, it's all like industrial estates that they, you know, they go to to fight in or like an, a gym and stuff. And you're like, hey, it's just, you, you're missing that whole, which you know what Combat 2 is going to be all, you know, nice, like awesome scenery. It's like the, the scary forests and the, the lava pits and all that sort of stuff. You're going to have all of that in the sequel. But with this one, there was nothing. Mm. And the, the reason for it is because um, Shokan and Shang Tsung want to in, invade Earthrealm before the Mortal Kombat tournament to make sure they don't beat them in the Mortal Kombat tournament. So there is no tournament at all. It's just he sends like Sub-Zero and like two other people into Earthrealm to be like, yeah, just go kill the, the main dudes okay. so we can't fight. Like, oh, well at the same time uh, if they're going to set up the fact that they want they want sequels they need to hold off on on that you know what i mean otherwise they've got otherwise they do that in the first one and then where do they go in the second and third one the annihilation and the the third one that which got cancelled because annihilation did so awful but that okay. wasn't because there was no tournament no <laughs> but that, that's the whole set of the first one is they all go to this tournament thinking Mm. i'm going to be the best in the world and then they're like oh shit this is actually a deadly tournament to you know save the world whereas this one they know the prophecy like okay so there's a tournament in place this is what happens it's all called mortal Kombat. like they know it um there's even like the cheeky little nods and digs so it's like whoever spelled combat spelled it wrong because they spelled it with a k (laughs) Um, (laughs) and all that and nice you know it's like some of the stuff is done is done well so it it is one of those, you know, when when it's going to be shown on, you know, fucking Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, watch it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't go out your don't way to. Yeah. Does anyone have the uh, the classic Mortal Kombat theme tune uh, as their ringtone or anything like that? No, but they do tease it right at the end. Um, just this epic orchestral version. Yeah, but it's just it's it's weird. So. It starts off with um, the, the whole setup is Sonya and Jax have to go and find the champions, mm-hmm. the ones with the birth rock. And the only one they can find is literally this dude. Um, and then they yeah. go, stuff happens, they go to your raid, and, and Liu Kang's like, the, the, like, this is it, this is all of the Earth champions. So you're like, I'm pretty sure there's more that come from Earth, but if this is all there is, Raiden's like, yes, I can sense this is all that they've got. And then at the end of the film, he's like, oh, Liu Kang, go off and back into the Earth realm and find the rest of the champions. I'm like, um, you, you literally said like 20 minutes ago, there are no more champions. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, yeah, there's bound to be more champions now. And like, What happened in that 20 minutes <laughs> to go, Oh yeah, shit! I forgot. There's like at least another fourteen champions in the UK that in um in the, the Earth realm that come. It's like it makes no sense. Um, mm. But as he does it, you see the cage fighter uh, make his way, and he he goes back to like his gym to pick up his bag and stuff. And his trainer goes, "Oh, thank God you're here. We need you to fight just one more time." And he's like, "I can't." And he's like, "Oh, you're moving on to better things now." And he's like, "Yeah, Hollywood." 
and the camera pans over and it's like the Johnny Cage poster. <laughs> so he's like, really? right. So he's going to go and find Johnny Cage. I was like, it is annoying how likes of Johnny Cage is one of the most renowned characters in Mortal Kombat and they didn't yeah. have him in the film. But the director, which I didn't realize actually before the film came out, said, don't expect him in there. Okay. Because Kano's that big a character of like the comic relief and he is the funny one that if you put them both in, it'll just ruin it completely. So he said, we had the choice of what do you want to do? And we know people want to see Johnny Cage more. So we're like, we'll save him for the sequel. People will yeah, come yeah. for the sequel. So you're like, well, yeah, yeah, it is, you know, the right, but at the same time it, it is annoying because loads of the ones you really want to see aren't in it. Mm. The the funny thing is it's, I, I'm curious how some of these films would have fared at, at the cinema. Um, and I know that, you know, the cinemas are open in the States, but they're still not, apart from King Kong, which seemed to be, uh, Kong versus Godzilla, sorry, which seemed to be a bit of a anomaly. People still aren't necessarily flocking to the, to, to go and see films, especially when they're on HBO, um, streaming service. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious how, like the streaming numbers are great because pretty much anyone who's now got HBO now, or is it HBO now it's called? HBO um, Max, isn't it? HBO Max, sorry, yeah. Anyone who's got that is pretty much watching these things. So the numbers to them look amazing, you know. Uh, but I'm curious whether that, uh, that it's probably enough then to set up and, and make them fund a sequel. But is it enough for them to, um, you know, would it have been if it had just gone straight to the cinema? I just, I, I, I don't ever hear enough people like who are that into Mortal Kombat. I know you are. From, from I don't know from what I see you're you're a bit of an exception but I don't know there must be an audience if they've made how many films circles in it because the amount of guys that I know like my old mates growing up and stuff preferred Mortal Kombat over Street Fighter and I was the yeah. one that's like I'd much prefer Street Fighter over Mortal Kombat so apart like not film wise game wise I, I just mean in terms of, like it, there's so many IPs out there that they've never attempted to turn into film yeah they've done this now what is this the fifth film third Third, third, third official cin- film. Yes, yeah, like cinematic yeah. film. You've obviously yeah, had the series, it's... which was awful. load of cartoon series and stuff. But yeah. it's because because the money is that, and it is a, such a simple premise. For like the, these types of films, like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or Tekken yeah. and that sort of stuff, it or is Dead just yeah, it is just literally a fighting game. So it's a, a tournament. You go somewhere, you have a fight. It's blood sport. The the like the game and it's just exactly that again mm. and bringing it in it's just the the thing with Mortal Kombat which people are flocking to come and see it is for is for the fatalities is for the actual you know the gruesome moves the the hard-hitting combat that sort of stuff because the 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 characters you do it it's like the some of the fighters are from like the raid and stuff so you know the actual fighting is going to be amazing because of the actors they've got in it have come from like amazing background so like it is really good, um, and it's it's one of those that's got such a cult following that yeah, you know, it's it's bound to have it. So mm. it's it makes sense why why they keep going for it. But I completely agree with you in some aspects. I'm like, there's so many better games out there that you can make films from. Like, why aren't you? And then you watch the likes of these and go, I'm so glad you haven't tried that yet. Fair enough. Because like, how hard would it have been to make a really good Max Payne film? Like mm-hmm. the uh, the source material is literally a fucking like a, a a film noir. It goes through 
so easy like that a cop drama yeah it came out just after the matrix film so you know the bullet time is so easy to do mm-hmm. because they led the pathway for it you knew you were going to get good numbers in it because you put mark Wahlberg in it so you knew it was going to be all right yeah but that was half the problem but that was the issue is they put mark Wahlberg as max Payne and then decided we're not actually going to make a max Payne game with a film we're just going to do this fucking stupid cop drama it was just an awful 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 mm-hmm. awful thing um yeah, and I just, I hate that. But these days now, the likes of, you know, they're going to be doing that Last of Us film, the Uncharted film, like all these sort of stuff. I'm hoping they, they do well because then hopefully they'll yeah. start putting more bigger budgets into the, the actual The Last game. of Us TV show it feels like the right way to go, though, as well. I feel like that, yeah. that, that's got a pretty good chance of succeeding. I think that should be decent. I don't know it's it's got the you know, like I, we we were talking briefly and we'll we'll touch on this now but like um the last of us 2 there's um microsoft had an internal uh memo that went round with where someone analyzed the last of us 2 and said look this is what is really good this is what isn't this is what we should be trying to go for this is what we shouldn't things like that and then um, praising you know the story and the stealth combat and everything like that and the animations and saying that the um the the gun fighting is terrible and naughty dog have never been able to do good gun fighting and things like that and the thing is yeah the the main reason that game is so good is is partly it's well mostly just it's the story that you get dragged into this story and you're absolutely part of it you know there's there's probably there's not that much action in it really if you if you break it down you could avoid an awful lot of the of the fighting you know, mm. it's all these big, amazing set pieces which immediately translate into a movie. I mean, people complain about Uncharted and The Last of Us and things like that just being interactive movies. So why not a TV show? So I, I get, I have a good, a good sort of feeling that that's going to work. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like, like, like you said, the, the nice thing about The Last of Us is the fact that you know it's all about the human interaction and how they're going to cope and it's, it's like yeah. the it's like the walking dead isn't it you're not there for the the pure bones of the wall action mm. you're there for literally the character development how they actually survive and how they get through unlike uncharted which literally you're there because it is just set piece after set piece after yeah. set piece it's an indiana but, jones movie in a game but they can't do combat well and i completely agree with them that it is really boring the combat in uncharted like i don't understand how it got the praise did i never never have we talked about this like previous mm-hmm. several times um they are all right titles like the story for them is entertaining but it's just yeah the combat is is not great and when that's your your main function in a title <laughs> it's just it's quite shocking yeah i don't know how do we even start on all this oh because we started talking about star wars <laughs> yes <laughs> always the way the segues on this podcast should win awards. Um, <laughs> I did want to talk about something Star Wars related. Um, have you? I, I heard a, a, about a month or two ago about Disney working on making a real lightsaber, real in inverted commas. Have you seen it? Yeah. So I, I saw the the sort of the the leaked patent documents or whatever, and they described how it was going to work. And I was like, that's it's ingenious. It is absolutely genius. 
what they've the, what they've come up with and now they've put up like a six second video on the official disney um youtube channel of the working inverted commas lightsaber and it is amazing like there's it so many awesome, it? yeah it, it do you know how it works have you heard have you read anything about oh it? yeah I've, I've massively gone stupidly yeah. into this <laughs> so for people at home it's basically like four tape measures inside the hand inside the the, the handle of the, the hilt or whatnot there are four mechanisms that are, that work exactly like tape measures do um and they're sort of they're they're at 90 degrees to each other so if you think about a tape measure it it curves in on itself doesn't it so each of those four sides creates a a, a, a tube a circular tube and you press the button and a motor kind of just rises them up and there's a little cap on the top as well and there'll be there's a light that runs down the middle and it just goes it just shoots out like a lightsaber would almost at the same speed it's a little bit slow at the minute but it still looks amazing it's so much better than the telescopic um <laughs> lightsabers that you used to play with as a kid where you'd have yeah. to go whoosh, you'd have to fling it <laughs> so it went whoosh out and then the light lit up the bottom of it and by the time it got to the top it was just a really faint glow this looks like a, a lightsaber <laughs> for like for as far as any of these um like any of the things they're planning for the theme parks um it's going to work brilliantly like this is specifically for the hotel um the star wars hotel the star galactic star cruiser it's called there's going to be you know intermittent things happening on the ship while you're staying there over the two days um and there'll be lightsaber fights i'm curious how they'll they might have to train to fight without actually hitting the lightsabers i'm guessing um but because they they can't have much strength to them but it's, it's just it's amazing you need to you need to go on youtube and watch it if you haven't seen it it's just phenomenal what they've come up with and it, 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 the, the things they come up with the theme parks like that and the um the spider-man um robot the, yeah they, that, that's it, awesome yeah like that 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 was released about four or five years ago wasn't it like the video we talked mm. about on the pod of this um animatronic um yeah this animatronic of a person that they could fire up into the sky and it would take different positions it would do the superman pose it would do a spider-man pose and they would land in a net on the other side so in um disney california adventure which is one of the, the california disney parks um they're opening at Aven- avengers campus and at, at, run, at regular intervals throughout the day you'll see spider-man fly over the the, the street like the fact that they eat, i remember seeing that thinking oh, you know when is when is this going to actually become a reality when are they going to actually be able to bring this into the park it's going to be ages off and then a few years later they're like yep yeah, no here you go it's actually yeah. happening now it's 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 like the group have you seen a lot of mini group that they've got now that can uh that they've got that's just about to start walking around um so they're, they're doing the um gardens of galaxy ride mm. in epcot um, yeah and they've they've literally done a group like an electronic group now that, that just walks around by himself um and just talks oh, to people wow. And you can do. Have you not seen the video of it? What is it like? Um, the 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 little the teen Groot, that sort of size. Yeah, yeah, it's a small group. Yeah, um, okay. that goes through. It's like a little little group, um, but it it looks amazing. Um, if you have a look, at James Gunn has just James Gunn tweeted out and was like, "Holy hell!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, it just looks 
amazing. Like he's in the overalls and stuff, and he walks around going like, obviously, I am group because he doesn't really say anything yeah. else apart from that. So that I mean, aspect that's, of, that makes of it. like interacting is perfect. Yeah, because just a couple of voice lines, they need to make sure they're doing to the right uh, pre-programmed setting of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it is Baby Groot. It's modelled on the the Baby Groot um, when he's on the uh, the Ravagers ship. Yeah, <laughs> like, looks awesome. How, how ace does it look when he just gets up off the chair and starts walking around? I'm like, yep, yeah, that, that looks amazing. Just a little karate kid pose. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and he's got, it's just it's just a tiny little cable that runs behind him that's clearly powering it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Absolutely amazing. To just to some of the stuff they're coming up with for the theme bars. I remember when they they um, they uh, released the first Mickey Mouse um, like you know person in a costume where the mouth moved, mm. uh, and there was someone behind the scenes talking. I was like, it's just ingenious. Why why have they not done that before? But I was going to say it's it's crazy. mad, isn't it? When you start to look through some of them, you're oh, like, oh, wow, <laughs> it is it is phenomenal. Just, wow. The, well the whole done, Disney. I'd love to just just have be a fly on the wall in the Imagineering studios at some point Absolutely. just to see what some of the stuff they come up with. It's just phenomenal. Absolutely. I, I just want to know how much the Star Wars hotel is going to be because you, oh, you you have two nights, so it's not like you know you've got to stay there for the entire holiday. But um, and I know they're going to want it kind of affordable for people. But at the same time, they know they can, I guess, charge whatever they want. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's going to be cheap, like no. at all. What do you at reckon? Thousand dollars for two nights? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, a thousand dollars feels like within the realms of I might pay that. Like mm. that is. That that's just about on a nose of our that okay, that's an awful lot of money, but if I'm saving up for a holiday, that is an expense <laughs> that I might want to go to. I don't know. The thing maybe. is if if you are the like the, the you know, the huge massive sort of Star Wars fan, like I know Mike in work, he's yeah. the one that literally only went to Disney so he could do Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Um he built his lightsaber and did all that sort of stuff, and now he's obviously gonna be gutted because this new lightsaber looks so much better. He's like, <laughs> yeah, damn exactly. it. But even um, if you're not, I like it. Just looks like an experience. It just looks like, like people love going to things like you know escape rooms and whatnot, just because you suddenly you you're like living the the movie or the TV episode or something like that. Mm. You, you're you're in that you're acting in that scene in that moment. So to have two nights and you know three days in this hotel where you are living Star Wars. Regardless of whether you like Star Wars or not, must well, be. It's like Harry Potter land, isn't it? In, um, yeah, in but there's still nothing. You know, you are just a tourist yeah. there. Yeah. It's still, yeah, absolutely. It's really involved and you know, uh, immersive and everything. But yeah, and you go see the shows, you do a lot of wonder stuff. But this is literally like you have your story. Exactly. Like this is you are this this person that's aboard the Star Star Cruise and like blah blah blah. It does sound phenomenal. Exactly. Like, it is one of those I would absolutely adore to to be there and actually just try it out but like yeah you, you're never gonna never gonna be able to afford to do a two a two night and i'd love to be able to do it but i don't think unless you know i get bank like massive bank i can't mm-hmm. i can't ever see me being able to afford to be able to do that 
It's just a little bit more saving, isn't it? It's just, you know, you're already saving up three, four grand or whatever to take the family to Disney World. Why not just save another couple of grand? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to be fair... When... I wouldn't want to go with a kid, though. No. I think by uh, this the time is for me. But by, by, uh, by the time we're old enough to take... Well, like Oliver's old enough to take him if he's really wants to do Disney with us. I think when we worked out, it's going to be something like eight and a half to nine grand <laughs> to oh. go do it. So it's just like, you know, that's that's an expensive fucking holiday. So I would be like, you know what, Oliver, you like the look of this room, yeah? No, you're old enough to stay by yourself now, so that's fine. You stay here. If mum wants to say that's fine, I'm going to go stay in this Stars yes, Hotel with the, the six months worth of bonuses that I've had from work for working really hard. I'm going to go stay in this and just live my life in my Jedi robes for a bit. There you go. But, yeah. You better what get a, a, a Jedi dressing gown. They don't give you one of those. I've never stayed in a hotel where you got a free dressing gown. It feels like it's a, it should be a, a life goal. Yeah, I think that's in a myth, movies, though, more yeah. than anything. It's what? I think that's a myth more than anything. I think you can have them to walk around in, but I think you get um, you get scolded and I think fined. Or well, not fined, but you get billed for it, don't you? Afterwards, to be like, you stole the dressing gown. I'm like, Maybe. God damn it. But at the same time, it'd be worth it just to have like that one, wouldn't it? Exactly. As long as the bill doesn't turn up, it's like $350. You're like, ooh, that's an expensive dressing gown. <laughs> mm, how would they prove it, though? You never gave me a dressing gown. There's not one in the room. <laughs> but there's all these photos of you on Facebook and Instagram wearing your your robe at home. Damn it! <laughs> no, that that robe is just for me. That is private for me. It's for private Dan time. Private Dan time mm-hmm. in your robe. Yeah. Um. So, um, the other thing we touched on before, and kind of the big thing from this week was the uh, Marvel. Um. It was like, what What did they title it? It was like, Welcome to the Cinema or something like that, wasn't it? Welcome to the Movies. Welcome to the Movies. There you go. And it was, I mean, it was completely out of the blue, I think. I don't think anyone was expecting it. And it was essentially them, the first couple of minutes, them going, look what we've been through with phase one, two, and three. And, you know, and it, it builds up to showing a clip of um, inside the movie theatre, the moment when um, everyone appears through the portals in the final battle in Endgame and Cap doing his, you know, his Avengers Assemble line and hearing the just the crowd watching the film absolutely lose their mind. It made and me even miss that, go to see the Avengers in that, Florida. That did. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is absolutely true. I mean, I, imagine going to watch that uh, Endgame opening night in america in probably like a well we went to the 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 movie theater in um in universal studios didn't we yeah so you know you're right by the marvel theme park so yeah somewhere like that it was just it was amazing such an experience and just but what's in that trailer i've just like that's it's just such an amazing moment and to see everyone just lose their mind at it was great and then they're like okay and then this is what we've got to come and they start showing a little bit of more of black widow which we've nearly seen the whole movie now i think yeah which still very excited for it still can't wait to go to see that in the cinema um i, I just that's the only one where i'm like that's pointless yeah i i, I don't know it feels like a really after everything that's happened feels like a really good one to just you know standalone movie 
to not it's not going to affect anything else and, and that, gives her what what she you know she deserves and it seems so pointless because yeah it it's set obviously i know it's set in the past but it's like one of the only dead fucking avengers it's like you've got a, a list of like what a thousand different avengers to choose and like yeah i'll tell you what we'll choose the dead one yeah but the one it, that there's death it's was not really that. It's, poor it's that everyone had been had been asking for, been for it yeah. and dying for it but that was before she died <laughs> and now that and now she's dead they're like mm, yeah we don't really need it let's have a film where we can actually you know use that budget to put in towards yeah. like how the duck movie <laughs> oh dear it's never going to happen though if the if the tv series got cancelled i can't see the movie i can't happening. believe they cancelled that it still I hurts i know i do feel like i mean we've, we've got one we've got um it's all love and thunder, which that could easily feature a Howard the Duck cameo, if not an actual major part. We've got another Guardians of the Galaxy coming. That too could. We've got a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special coming. That could definitely, definitely have a place for Howard the Duck. Mm. That feels like if you're going to do it anywhere, do it there. But um, yeah. but anyway, yeah. So they show, they obviously show some more of Black Widow, and then they showed part of Shang Chi. Um, have you seen the trailer? You've, um, obviously, you've watched the trailer, right? We have because yeah. we haven't potted since that came out. Um, oh, thoughts? Nice. What, what, what do you What do you think? It's a weird one. Like it did not feel like a Marvel film. No, at all. Watching it. it felt, if anything, it was like Marvel going. Oh, you know what's a really good thing? Remember Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yeah, let's do a similar sort of thing, but mm. put our spin on it. Did you did you ever watch? Um, I mean, she watched Daredevil and stuff. But did you watch Iron Fist? No, it had a feel of that, which I kind of obviously I think when you know when you think about it, it's it's a very similar sort of setting, I guess. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm the trailer did that did well. I think it, it made me quite interested to see it because. Me and along with a lot of other people out there, I think haven't got a clue uh, about the character, and no. that's probably a really good thing. But it's not so. Do you, like, do you remember when Guardians of the Galaxy and they said they were making the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, and everyone was just, you know, who are they? No, no one outside the comics community had a, any clue. Mm. Um, I feel like it's the same sort of thing, uh, yeah. and I know, I know, it's another attempt for Disney to try and get the Chinese market like they did with Mulan. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought the trailer made it look particularly good. It, it, similar sort of way to maybe as um, I know we, we didn't really think much of the final product of Black Panther, but I don't know, it's got its own, it, it's got its own world that they've, I think they, it looks like they've done well at, at putting together. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. I'm intrigued by it to be fair. It's yeah. one of the ones I really am intrigued by. Yeah, and at least that's plus it, it. In fact, it's it's another step towards the 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 magic the sort of side of the Marvel universe, which is interesting. Mm. And they seem to be going really all in on that with obviously then next Doctor Strange and um, One Division and whatnot. So that'll be interesting. But anyway, after that, I think that it was the the, the surprising stuff that came after it is first of all showing a bit of um, of the of Eternals, which. Mm. Th- I in the weeks running up to um, to the Oscars, I heard lots of people going like, you know, okay, the 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 big one that's that's going to be 
that they think is going to win the the best picture and whatnot is um is Nomadland, which is on Disney Plus now, which did actually win because the director of that is the director of um of Eternals, but right, okay. could not they could not be so like complete polar opposites in terms of filmmaking <laughs> because like everyone's saying like Disney are going to be uh, like they, they're going to they're holding back on the trailer because they want to put the trailer out there saying from uh, Academy Award winning director Chloe Zhang I think her name is um which they haven't yet obviously they haven't released a trailer but I'm sure they will I'm sure they're rubbing their hands together quite excited oh, yeah. but like they asked, I don't know what other films she's made but it it's Nomadland. Um, it's it, it. From what I can tell, it's like a almost a a, a dramatized documentary type thing about um, people who sort of live off the grid, who, yeah. who are nomads. You know, they just live in their caravans and stuff like that. And you know, okay, fans, it's got a character, it's scripted and whatnot. But a lot of the people in it are actual genuine nomadic people, mm-hmm. uh, and. It, like brilliant that it's great I, I'm, I'm sure she's done an amazing job on that film but i don't understand how then that is going to translate to something like eternals yeah which, it's a weird one isn't it yeah I, that doesn't mean that i think it's not going to be great it, i i have faith in I, i'm happy to give anything that they're going to do a chance they've not that's the thing isn't it anything Marvel that you know will be good there's a very very good chance it's going well, to yeah it's going to be good yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, the track record is pretty good at this point. Um, and it almost feels like as well, the fact that they've had this year off, it it felt like it was almost meant to be for them. <laughs> I don't know. I know they were gonna get they were gonna go straight back in, you know, whatever it is, six to nine months later after Endgame with um thingy um with Black Widow. So they had that little gap and then they're all in on it. It just it feels like it's been this really good sort of gap. And you you were saying, in fact, I think I, I saw that you shared the, the the pictures, the and the video. You said um, you thought you'd had like sort of Avengers fatigue. You were like done with it, but now seeing this, you're suddenly yeah. okay. Now I'm hyped again. <laughs> and it, I, th- I, I feel like it's that. that it's that year and a half to two years of, of no movies that has done it. I think, and then having the TV shows in the middle as well having the TV shows just sort of fill that gap. I really feel like that's, um, I don't know, that's kept the, that's almost brought the hype back around to levels that there was at when, when the end game and infinity war were coming out. Mm. So, but yeah, then definitely. especially like yeah. watching the, um, like the, the finale of like cap, of cap. Uh, yeah. Well, Falcon yeah. and the witness yeah, soldier spoilers. and stuff, I suppose now it is cap. <laughs> yeah. Um, like all that sort of stuff has made me go like, Oh, you know what? That yeah. was, like we we were watching um which I, I do want to talk a little bit about as well but we've literally just spent the past two weeks binge watching Land of Duty ready for last night um right. last night's finale well Sunday night it's Tuesday mm-hmm. and it's um ready for the finale of that um but in between time the only other show I, I was like no we need to not watch Line of Duty yet because I really need to watch this and it was Falcon and Winter Soldier because that was that's the thing that massively kept pulling me back in. And I was like, you know what? I would love this to be a film of like these two going together. It would just be phenomenal. But I didn't think I really had much interest. I'm like, you know what? I like the OG a lot. And yeah. I was like, if, if this is my pullout point, I'm content with that being my pullout point. 
Um, and now that you're seeing that, you know, he is now cap and stuff, I'm like, yep, yeah, that's nice. That's a that's a good send off for me now. I'm quite quite content. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I watched that and I was like, mm, maybe not yet. Maybe I'll just go watch <laughs> this phase. Six or seven more films. Yeah. Yeah. Just just gonna watch this and this yeah. and this and then you know. There's like I'm very also intrigued by Doctor Strange too and stuff as well. I'll have to watch him on the vision and seeing how that panned out. So and the fact probably, that it's uh, Sam Raimi as well. Yeah, so I probably would have watched that anyway. And Spider Man, just not because sure. it's you know MCU, but just because, because it's Spider Man. Yeah, um, yeah. And we've got titles now for the next Black Panther, which is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, um, yeah. which is coming out a lot sooner than I expected. That's 20, yeah. I forget the the date. I think it's like May 2022. Um, and then we've also got a title for uh, Captain Marvel 2, which is The Marvels, which mm. the S is the um, Ms. Marvel uh, logo. So I know that, that she's, she's going on to TV first, isn't she, I think? Um, yes. So, yeah, we'll have, obviously, it's probably going to be her, it's going to be Captain Marvel, and it will be... Um, what's her name, Marie? Is it... It's back in the, I remember with Maria, her uh, uh, mom... Rambo from um from One Division as well. Mm. So I, that that would make sense if they bring the three of them in together. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And the thing is I didn't think I was going to be bothered about Captain Marvel 2 um, mm. because for the first time watching Captain Marvel I was like, you know what, it's just it wasn't it wasn't good, it was just meh. I think it's the only one um, I haven't watched more than once. And that doesn't mean I I liked it, but I liked it more than Black Panther, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the the, yeah. the best. But watching it second time round, mm. it is actually better than you give it credit for. I think because you didn't know what to expect the first time round, but you wanted more from it, despite right. not knowing what you wanted from it. And now not having that and just literally watching it, knowing what's gonna happen, I I enjoyed it a lot more. Okay. So yeah, yeah. it's actually not, I'm, not a bad one. I'm planning at some point to work my way through all the movies again, just to because there's been so many that I haven't seen in in years, even like the original Iron Man, um, and in fact even the Incredible Hulk. I'm, I'm intrigued to watch the Incredible Hulk again because that's been so long. <laughs> the Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man movies are coming to Disney Plus as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. despite the fact Netflix had the agreement to be like, yep. And they're still like, no, we're having Well, as soon as, yeah, as soon as that expires. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah, and then what else did they announce? Oh, and then they obviously teased that Fantastic Four is actually happening. Yeah, that's the end Which, of the thing, wasn't it? It, it had to. I, I, I would have put money on it being the next big one that they're going to go for. Um, I'm just, I'm really curious who they're going to cast for it, but I am. I'm quite excited for almost everything that was in that trailer. Phase four, more like phase four. Am I right? Nice. No, I am. Okay. <laughs> I expected a different reaction to that. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at your, your punnery, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there is it's something I'll, we'll touch on quickly now because we haven't got much time left, but, um, Speaking of superheroes, um, I can't believe I've not mentioned this in the eight weeks that I've been watching it, but have you been watching um, Invincible on Amazon Prime? <laughs> I had this conversation before. Um, okay. I'm on episode three, I think cool. it was. Um, 
Yeah, it's good, but it's it's one of them again. And I think I figured out the reason as to why it is the, the way it is. So we were speaking a couple of weeks back on the pod and you were saying you need to get onto Attack on Titan. And I was like, I know I do, but I just can't bring myself to get back into it. And I, I, I have my love loss of like anime and like anything like adult cartoon. I'm like, you know what? I'm yeah. done. I'm done. And I figured out the reason as to why. It's because all I do is watch cartoons. <laughs> okay. Uh, Oliver, but I'm like, I, the last That's thing I want to do is watch another cartoon. Um, but now we've sort of moved on to, like, you know, cartoons that are actually quite enjoyable. Mm. Like, you know, I'm going to see what this Invincible is like. Just, um, well, mate, we did it the other day and I, I watched one. I was like, yeah, it was all right. And then I stuck the second one on. I was like, now it's getting good. Yeah, and then I watch the third one, and like Mike is like, "Come on, episode six, it's the best thing ever." I'm like, right. it is very, very good. It, it's 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 got its down moments, to be honest. Where there's a couple of episodes where they're like, it there's an overarching story, obviously, but then there's a few individual um, tales they tell within that, and there's a couple of those which aren't as good as they could have been, but the overall story and especially once it gets to the last episode it's just amazing and it's the sort of thing i don't know i i don't i obviously i i'm not gonna have that same problem as you do at the same time i don't really look at them as being as it being a different thing pure in this case at least purely because it's it's a 45 50 minute um animated series which is rare you know it feels like it's a an episode of a normal tv show like it's a it's a walking dead or whatever or it's you know um so i don't i don't quite get that at the same time they definitely definitely couldn't have done it better if they'd have done it as a live action show feels Mm -hmm. like some comics are really difficult to translate and i understand why when they do try and make some comic book movies they just fall flat on the face um but this really works well because it's animated. It is just an animated version of the comic. And there are some differences, don't get me wrong, but it's, you know, close enough to it in the same way that Walking Dead, I think, isn't, um, it doesn't follow exactly the the main comic storyline. But at the same time, it, it, it uses that as a, as a framework. It's similar. Mm. But it, yeah, st- absolutely stick with it. It, it gets very very good towards the end the last episode is just so good so 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 good right. and, and it definitely makes you question like they, they definitely couldn't have done this as a live action tv show right, it's just okay. epic absolutely amazing um i mean it's it's at the end of the day it's almost like an animated version of the boys without the sort of the humor i think it's that it's that dark but they can do a bit more because it's animated i think yeah see that's the thing that, that that got me when i was speaking to to mike over it before mm. cause mike was saying that he he's watching it and i was like yeah it is you know it, it is good from the bit i've seen of it, it you know I, I quite enjoyed it um and he's like yeah it, it, it's dark and i was like yeah and he's like but it's got the same sort of comedy as the boys and i was like it hasn't no i don't see like that, nothing's so. got the comedy like the boys but I just I couldn't type back you're a fucking imbecile so I just thought alright yeah I'll, I'll leave you with that <laughs> it's just easier to spell <laughs> yeah so I'm just like yeah fine whatever um, that's good although easier to spell okay have you have you, have you got any interest in the line of duty at all 
Um, have you started watching it, or will you? No, no, pro- probably will at some point. Um, because, because everyone just seems to be going mental over it. Yeah, and it's got the reason for it, apart from this last episode. Yeah. Because um, without spoiling anything, because obviously it only came out on Sunday, so I don't, you know, for people that are catching up, I don't really want to ruin too much about it. But this was built up as though everyone was saying it's going to be the last one. So you've been waiting for like five seasons, because it all started off in the first season, this is season six. Um, at the end of the first season, it's like, a, oh my God. And then five seasons of like, oh, who's this person? What's going on? Who's this person? And the whole build up. And we, we thought we were going to, everyone thought we were going to get it on Sunday. And basically, it's just like the way they, the end, the episode, like each season is frustrating as all hell. So what they'll do is they'll they'll have the big payoff and everything will be like, oh, yeah, that, that was fucking brilliant. The way they did that, oh, they, you know, the way they caught that, the way they did this is brilliant. But then they'll just have text appear at the bottom of the screen to be like, oh, and this guy ended up getting life for this. I'm like, why couldn't you show me that? And um, that's a bit more interested about than what you just show me actually on the screen, mm. like play out. Um, and the way that they ended this season, despite stuff happening, is they they put up at the end going like, oh, and this is this it is like this is the weakest that this this department's ever been. Dot dot dot. Right. And I'm like, right, okay. And also that person who is that person. I don't think it's that person, so we're definitely going to get another season from it, but it's okay, not been renewed. Okay. So you're just like... Oh, oh it, well, it yeah. definitely will be. The, it's It's been one of the biggest rated dramas that BBC's had in years. Yeah. But I mean, they could say it got renewed for season five and six, just off the strength of like three alone. They were like, yeah, we'll renew it for, for five and six, and then mm. nothing. But I think if like, the amount of abuse that it started with, like, people are classing it as the UK version of Game of Thrones, <laughs> um, season finale like and there's petitions to get it redone and everything because no one's happy with the with the ending of it okay and i'm just like wow it's it is brutal it's like the the end of 24 you know when when jack just like obviously goes off and you're just like i just i just need to know what happens mm-hmm. i just need to know what happens and you just want that that little bit more closure of like what stuff's going down. That's how it ends. Like I was disappointed with the with this like season. Uh, the, the whole season was brilliant. This last episode, I was just like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, and and like, I've heard that from a few places. Like I've heard a couple of people going like, it couldn't have been any better. Actually, they've done this and they've tied it up and they've done that and the other. And you're like, yeah, I understand some of your points, but it was a very disappointing ending. Seeing how brilliant six seasons was and it's rare to get uh, like a series where each season is a good season and mm. um, which holds their own and keeps intrigued and the way i was explaining it with you i think last time around was it is it got that 24 instinct in me where i'm like i just need to watch one more just one more just one more mm. and keep it going until it was like oh that's why we finished off like six seasons in the space of like a week and a half just so we can make sure we're there <laughs> ready for last night so I didn't get anything spoiled for me um, and I'm just like yeah was it was it worth that massive binge like the whole six seasons apart from the finale were brilliant and then that was just a massive letdown so it was yeah. quite upsetting but the thing I love now is Sky Q 
has got a um a, a, like it got updated just before um line of duty finale finished off so if you press your search button on it you can do like your your voice searches and okay. you can say like um like who's h and line of duty will pop up so you can like you know get ready to record it or you could be like i'm looking for bent coppers um and line of duty comes up as you can record it um and the other one is jesus mary and joseph um Jesus, Mary, Joseph, our Lord, because that's one of the like the classic phrases that Hastings uses in it. Um, if you say that into your search phrase, line of duty pops up for you to record it, and I'm like, that's awesome. I love that they've done that. But now Sky, are like, oh, people like that, right? We're going to start doing it for loads more series. So loads of series now that's going to be coming out on Sky. They're going to start programming in things to say instead of you going like line of duty or whatever. They'll be like say a catchphrase from it and you'll be able to bring it up to record it or watch it or whatnot. I just think that's awesome. Mm. I really like that. So I'm, I'm hoping that when like, you know, if, it, if they do do like 24 again, just to show us what happens with Jack, if you do like, damn it, Chloe, 24 will pop up. Mm. Like, nice. That would be wonderful. Yeah, talk to that. But the weird thing is now we're just like, we've got, like now we've been dressed out, we're like we've got like three three weeks worth of recordings and stuff to watch. We're like, what do we watch first now? We're not literally just dedicating every single night to like three, four hours of line of duty. Like, what are we actually gonna do with our life? <laughs> so it's it's weird. Like we've got nine episodes of um superstore and stuff to catch up on. We're just like, yep, we've not watched anything else apart from <laughs> literally line of duty. It's just been crazy. So we've got Taskmaster and all sorts to to get through now. Oh yes. And do you know what? This is uh, one of the best seasons has been so far it's good there's, isn't it there's at least one of the cast members in particular is just amazing who's, who's your favourite so far um, we're on like episode four I think or five uh, yeah. you're not far off off the uh, off yeah, the end two, are you? two or three I think to watch <clears throat> yeah the um, you know they filmed 12 already um, they they put out for people to go and watch it in um, basically they 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 film it they edit it and then they show it in a cinema with an audience and record the uh, the, the audience's reaction and that's the yeah that's because they were watching talk about this last yeah. time right? yeah so you can you can well it, it's I think it's the middle of May um, but you could apply for tickets we we tried but didn't get any unfortunately. But um, yeah, yeah, it's on um on this series. Mike Wozniak, I've I've yeah. never heard of him or seen him on anything else, but he Mate, is just perfect on, for this show. Yeah, eight out of ten cats does countdown. He's awesome on. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, he's he's my favourite on this. I, I thought Lee Mack was going to be, but do you know he, he's great as well. Only one I don't really like is uh, Jamali uh, Jamali Maddox. I yeah, just he's a bit feel too... like himself yeah if it, it, it feels like he didn't have a clue what the show is and he just thinks he's amazing and i don't know just doesn't really want to be there so maybe that's his thing but i don't know it's not not my thing unfortunately um mm. but yeah as a, as a whole it's one of the best casts there's, there's been to be honest yeah i'm really enjoying it to mm. be fair well, it's good aye anywho anywho we're, um, we've gone on too long now. We always Fair get enough. to the la- we always get to our last thing, and then we always talk about another four things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
such as the fact that only a third of the audience that watched um, Justice League Snyder Cut actually got to the end of it. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) After that whole shebang of... The majority of UK audience supposedly got to the nightmare extra scene at the end and stopped halfway through that scene. (laughs) Didn't actually watch the end of that scene. Um, And in the States, they got to the scene where um, it's about three and a half hours in or three, three, three hours, 20 minutes in where... The um, where Superman goes to the the Batcave, um, and then they all go off to fight Thingy, um, to fight uh, Darkseid and and what's his face, the other guy. I can't remember. It's been so long since seeing it now. Um, and then that's where they turn it off, which supposedly suggests the people have gone. All right, that's enough for now. I'll watch it later. And never got around to going back to it. Um, yeah. And these are unofficial numbers, by the way. This is some um, company that analyzes uh, this sort of stuff because HBO Max haven't released official stats on it. But yeah, apparently four hours is a bit too much. Anyway, anyway, uh, that that is definitely our last thing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, sorry about last week. Um, good to be back. We will have a Nerd of D&D for you, hopefully, on Friday. Yes, フォーリーチャンネルカップロディウェイトイエスレッツレイディスイズゲイトオンエンドオンなおライクウィジャストニードトゥトゥゲットドンウェアヘレンダスヘレンダスポーズポイントウィフノットベンアウトレコードアナザ